Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan Mack Wilds, one third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between, this show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Welcome to the Quick Stop Formula One podcast. My name is Nasha, and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Joining me, as always, is co-founder and co-host Tandy. How are you doing? How's it going? It's a midweek Thursday, yeah. Friday tomorrow. I'm good. You feeling good. good? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You feeling wonderful. good? I'm feeling wonderful. As people might see on the YouTube, New I'm, setting. I'm in a different place. I'm in my kitchen. I can't bother to explain why, but this is where I am. Yeah. Um, but if, uh, speaking of which, if you are following us on YouTube, make sure you're uh, subscribing, following us on Spotify, all of that, all of that. Today, we've got a very special guest of us from, we had our, like one of my favorite podcasts last week on the pre-show, and now we've got my the other- The second favorite. favorite. Like, yeah, I've got two favorite podcasts uh, and this is one of them. We've got Mahad from Pit Stop Frackers. How are you doing? Let me give you a round of applause. I am honoured. Yeah, Thank no. you guys. I'm, no. You're one of our favourite podcasts also. This we is love like, you guys. It's a love fest, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we love we're collabing. This is like, this is like Supreme and Knack. This is like <laughs> and Knack collab. <laughs> we're only bringing like hits. This. Yeah. I like this. You guys are quite funny on the timeline as well. You guys are the only people I actually interact with on the timeline and actually kind of think, okay, these guys are cool. Some people, oh no. I don't. I, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no comedy in F1 for some reason on F1 Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody's we're, funny. We Everybody's serious funny, and emotional. Though. Yeah, it is very. I like. I, 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 I found because oh, we had like a a couple of like uh, tweets do like numbers this week and. Like, people are so serious. So serious. <laughs> like, you, so like serious. you'll just you'll be saying something about Hamilton or whatever, and you can't do it without someone flying into your mentions like, well, I think you'll find that this, that, this. <laughs> like, oh. like, stay calm. <laughs> this is my life. I just told them, stay calm. I can say something about Latifi. There'll be a random Twitter account with a helmet. Don't even know who this mm-hmm. person is. Mm-hmm. Just saying, oh, actually... He did this. I'm not interested. Let me say Remember, what I'm not since saying. 2021, January 2021, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks guys for having me on. Uh, I'm very excited to speak about Formula One with you. I was guys. also saying, I was also saying to Nyasha, you guys are also the podcast that I like because you guys have a scouser on there. Oh, my brother <laughs> Richard. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, I'm from the Wirral. You're from the Wirral? Yeah, which is like outside of Wirral, for those who don't know. Outside of Liverpool, anyway. Okay, okay. So, so. we are representing people of colour. 
from Liverpool. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Listen, this exactly. isn't a, this isn't a London based scene. Trust you know what me. I mean? No, no. Tell them. We, we've, got, we, we've got our famous guy, brother Kunle. He's from yeah. in Canada. Yeah. You know, so we're, I, 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 we've got a lot of people. We've got a lot of people. For people yeah. that don't know, Pit Stop Fracker, follow us. We yeah, drop every yes. Monday. We've got mm-hmm. a lot of people. We're like the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Or the podcast game. Yeah, that is uh, really mm-hmm. accurate. If you were, so if you were, which member of the Wu-Tang Clan are you then? Only one right <sighs> answer. I, I might be old dirty bastard, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, DB. Oh, DB. I always say some wild shit. I love it. Yashara, watch the throne. Yeah. Love it. Back to back. Are you dumb? Kings and queens in the making, we're here. Are you? 100%. I'm definitely Kanye because I'm like, I'm like, I'm for Ducky. I'm so glad he said that. You I guys. wanted to say I'm home. We'd have fought. We'd have fought. I'll take it. But anyway, look, as much as I like to get into hip hop, uh, <laughs> I don't want to. There's some people listening now, like, what are these guys talking about? But we are here to talk Formula One and we are here to talk. Uh, the preview of the Styrian Grand Prix, obviously at the Red Bull Racing Ring. Um, very interesting race circuit. Uh, good for overtaking if there's not a DRS train, but you know, always plenty of action. Um, I guess before we get into our topics, um, how does where does Austria rank? I guess in in your guys' uh, man for you, like where does uh, where does Austria rank for you in terms of? Uh, I'll say it's a top ten track. Just because of how fast it is, um, mm. it, it, just because lack of corners, there's always something going on on that track, and when it rains, it's absolute chaos as well. Um, yeah. That's that's the reason why I think it's more due to the races than the track itself. It's just something always yeah. happens. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's always it's always action packed. Always something to look forward to. Uh, collisions. Um, you know, we had Hamilton and Albon. Last year, we had Leclerc going into the back of Vettel, the fraud that he is. Uh, so, <laughs> that, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but, uh, Tandy. Um, Hello. Do you, do you, uh, are you looking forward to this weekend? I am, because I asked um, my brother, I said, is this one fun? And he was like, yeah. Is it better than France? And he said, yeah. Because it's really fast. And I said, cool. So here yeah. we are. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's got the look. And we've had uh, your brothers on the show. They are knowledgeable. So they are. if they say it's going to be fun, it is going to yeah. be fun. Um, so look, we uh, are coming into this off the back of a Red Bull victory at the French Grand Prix at Paul mm-hmm. Ricard. Uh, if you want to listen to our show go back and listen to it. i'm going to put a link in here in the youtube and in the spotify you can go back into the previous episode but um a lot of talk coming out of that uh, after i guess mercedes some people are saying they dropped the ball strategy wise um at that race that after three three races in a row without a victory uh, mercedes uh, are under pressure somewhat coming into the Austrian Grand Prix. Maha, do you think that these guys, Mercedes, are are really under pressure to to get a result? Either you know, if not today, at least you know, out of you know the last race of the triple header next week, you know, uh, at the same track. Well, 
it's not been a good season to their standards, Mercedes. Usually they're off and away, especially in constructors. Um, by this point, what we're like, the eighth rates now. Um, I think they are under pressure because it's really hard to maintain excellence in sport. If you've won seven in a row, complacency happens. We can't deny that complacency doesn't happen. Yeah. And I think with this year, the Mercedes, the regulations are hampering them in terms of the car. So now they're even more dependent on Hamilton. They're even more dependent on Bottas and they're more dependent on their strategy. By yeah. far and away, the past couple of years, their car was just elite. So they didn't really need to rely on strategy. They could just say, yeah. okay, Hamilton, bring it home or Bottas, bring it home and so on and so on. Um, James and all those people, the strategy people, they weren't really needed like that as much yeah. as they're needed now. And one thing I'll say about most of the teams in Formula One, their strategy is on point, unless it's Ferrari. They're not on point. But yeah. most stra- if we're talking about your Red Bulls, we're talking about your McLarens, we're talking about even um, Yaston Martins, they've got the strategy on point because they have to squeeze every single thing out of the race every week. And with Mercedes, I think it's the successes over the last couple of years, it hasn't really been dependent on strategy. Yeah, and definitely not on a on a on a race by base race basis like it has been this year. I mean, there's the odd time, but definitely not had to battle another team the way they have. I mean, look, there was the Ferrari years. I always say the Ferrari years were different in that there were Ferrari tracks and there were Mercedes tracks, and either one of those cars were kind of running away at that track, and the other the other car was second. It wasn't really as close as we've got it today Tandy do you think that do you think Mercedes are under pressure I guess do you if you had to give Mercedes uh, the team as a whole uh-huh. including the drivers including uh-huh. strategy pit stops all of that what, uh-huh. you know, out of 10 what would you give them so far uh, this 10 being excellent 10 being excellent um, and one obviously being Haas for this entire season Season so far. Seven point five, six point five. Okay, that's quite generous. So that, that's generous. I'm not gonna lie. Is it? Do you think that's generous? I, think I that's thought generous. I was being mean. Six point five. Seven point five is seventy five percent. Is it? Yeah, you're passing any exam with that. That's a first. That's fair. No, I don't think they deserve a first. I think that's a. That's a C, but I gave you a C minus. C, okay, cool, yeah. Let's do it by grades. Yeah, C minus. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. A C minus. C minus. Okay, cool. So, um, what, uh, why? Why are you giving them a C minus? I think what's letting them down certainly isn't Lewis. I think uh, what's letting them down is team spirit, first of all. Team spirit, lack thereof, Yeah. Okay. I think nobody's communicating well enough, as we saw last week. If Bottas told you something, you obviously didn't listen to him. Um, Bottas and Hamilton at the same time, I don't think those two even sit down for dinner together. Um, And I also think the pitting issue is letting them down massively. So, yeah, those are my factors. No, uh, I'd probably be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad, do, do you agree? C minus from Mercedes so far. I'll say C minus. I don't want to be too too harsh. You guess what? They're still second in constructors. Yeah. it's a thirty-seven yeah, yeah. point gap at the moment, and you have to kind of rate what 
um, Red Bull have been doing. So they've gone, they're exceeding expectations. Yeah. So in relation to that, I'd say a C minus. There are little things letting them down. There has been uh, like bad luck as well um, with the you know, whole Monaco thing with the with the Wilner. I don't know if that's their fault or not. The pit stop crew, but I think the I think the um, the pit stop crew is a problem. We need to highlight that because yeah. since Sakir, they they've been stinking out the drink. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on. Uh, Stinks. Like I, I have no idea. They used to be like excellence. Yeah. And now they're not even. They're they're struggling to get to a two second pit stop. They remind me of uh, Ferrari back in the day. No, even back in that Ferrari. Quite recently, mm. pit stops uh, weren't great. Um, you know, strategy wasn't great. You know, you could kind of in over the course of the season they would always have like a few clangers. Um, whereas at the moment, yeah, Mercedes secure. I think Bahrain, I think Bottas had another issue in first race of the season. Monaco. Um, and then just like, um, do, do you believe, uh, guys, like both of you, I guess, do you believe that the fact that they are now in, you know, like you say, they, they have had Red Bull catch up to them and they've had, you know, they are under this. I always feel like the word pressure or, you know, the media love to say, people make mistakes because, you know, the, of pressure. But, is you know, do you genuinely believe that, you know, because they are in a, a, a real title fight now, that cracks are, are beginning to show, you know, within within that team, across the board, you know, in the back end? Yeah. I definitely yeah. think this weekend it's crack the whip on everyone, on yeah. everyone. I think there was a strong email sent out. Okay, <laughs> I do. CC all, CC all, There was a strong email sent out, and this weekend it's serious business, you guys. It's serious business. I, I personally, sorry. yeah, go on. Uh, I personally, I think. Look, Mercedes. If we look at since 2014, they've dominated this track. Mm-hmm. They need to dominate this track again. This is this is how it should be. Um, when we were talking about you hear Horner last week if we win in Paul Ricard we can win anywhere you can't give this man this type of ego man aye, aye, aye. because what they're going to do they're just going to run with it Yeah. and once they're in your head <laughs> you're, you're, you're finished Yeah. so yeah. this is what it is a psychological game Mercedes a lot of them I did I, I tweeted this off the account a lot of them have got LinkedIn DMs saying yo come to Red Bull <laughs> A lot of them engineers, LinkedIn. they're like, yo, we'll give you double your salary, come through. A yeah. lot of that's going on. And yeah. It's a murky world in F1, especially yeah. behind the scenes. So, I, and one thing I did want to point out as well is Mercedes have to kind of juggle this as well because they need to think about 2022. Yeah. Because you have to be thinking about that car and dominating the next era as well. You yeah. can't put all your chips into this one. They've already said they're not going to develop the car anymore. If the car has reached its ceiling and Red Bulls have just put thrown everything at it, they might sacrifice constructors and say, okay, we're just going to give, try to give Lewis eight. But yeah. if that happens, it's it's a really, really difficult decision like, that Toto and all these people have to make. And balancing, sure. do, we, do we sacrifice one constructors so we can win another four maybe in the next couple of years? It's, it's, these are the type of questions that are going on behind the scenes at Mercedes at the moment. Um, Red Bull just want one. That, they don't yeah. care. You know, like, 
I, I don't for, for for I do not know how Helmut Marco and Christian Horner have kept their job because their man ain't done nothing since Vettel days. Shoot it! Yeah, it's very, very, yeah. So these are, these are holding their job technicalities. If they win that, then they can hold their job for another four or five years. They don't need to win nothing. Yeah. So for them, it's all about constructors. Um, Mercedes got got to make a choice. Mercedes got to make a choice between. Uh, are we going to do this constructors thing, or are we going to try win Lewis number eight? That's that's the kind of choices they're going to make now. Because if they've got all any tokens left or anything like that, they're going to have to put it on Lewis's car. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, As I said, there's a strongly worded email that went out, <laughs> and I hope it cc'd every single person because this is serious business now. Even the yeah. guy that makes coffee, he needs to sort yeah. it out. Yeah, even the even yeah, even the coffee guy, he's been told, listen. <laughs> get them beans cooking crowded on arrival. It must be on arrival, my guy. Milk froth. Yeah. Um, look. Um, hey, Mercedes. Mm. It's uh, it's weird. It's just weird watching them like this. You know? It'll be an interesting episode of Drive to Survive, though. Uh, oh, they're recording with them this weekend, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, mm. remember, yeah. I remember a certain Germany 2019 <laughs> laid the hose and up. They got moved to, man. Germany. What was the other one that they were recording? Even last season. I they forgot where they were recording last season. Was it, it was uh, Russia. Yeah, with where Bottas. Ham- yeah, it was Russia. Hamilton did the, the start from the wrong part of the pit lane and they were recording. That's when Strategy it- again. How are you advising yeah. him wrong information? This is nonsense. <laughs> These people are lax. Yeah, no. You know <laughs> when you've got like a Fortune 500 company and there's just some CEOs just chilling, just making poor decisions? This is what's <laughs> going on right now. They're just they're, they're happy off wealth and success. You know what? Because yeah, they've, they've had it too easy. They've had it too easy. They've had and, no competition. Yeah. And uh, look, and fair play. That's one thing that, you know, people do drum into, you know, all the, anyone who's a Hamilton fan, anyone who's a Mercedes fan, you know, it's the, it's the accusation people level that at you all the time. Like your team has not had any reasonable competition for seven years. Obviously Ferrari there, but you know, that petered out after the halfway point at each point, you know, uh, this is closer than it's ever been between teams since 2012, maybe. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, they need to buckle up and they need to really, like you say, I think Toto's made the decision that they are going to put everything into next year. I think what gives me hope is that it still feels like they're figuring out how to set the car up. Um, It's not as if they're going in every weekend and Lewis is saying, oh, you know what? I got the most as I could out of of that. That was mostly, they're never happy with the setup up until the last lap of Q3, you know, they're, they're never happy. So, you know, I think what gives us me hope in that respect is that if they figure out how to set up this car, especially on tire warm up, then, um, then they'll be okay. But uh, if they don't and they're not developing, it could be a very long season. And if they win the next two races, then it's hard to look past Verstappen and Red Bull for the title. Toto said it so like comfortably as well, like really like confidently, like we aren't developing the car. And we were all like, yay, Uh, look at us. 
That's embarrassing. I, I didn't remember Ted, mm. Ted's reaction when he said that. Was, like, <laughs> what? <absolutely laughs> he was aghast. He, I, I, I need to get a video because I remember watching. Oh well, Ted is absolutely he's like <laughs> never heard anything like this in his life. And uh, to be fair, look, um, it's, it's a bold it's statement. A, it is. It was fighting and words, and we were all like, "Yeah, look at us!" But look now. <laughs> now we're thinking about it. Maybe it's an admission of defeat. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's like oh, he said it from early, so it don't look that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, could be. It's it, I, I don't know. To be fair, um, Toto, I trust him to make the right decisions. At the end of the day, um, honestly, I would trust Toto with my life savings. I'm not gonna lie; that man just seems intelligent. Ah, uh, his net like worth. <laughs> yeah, no. <Child>. We all <laughs> have child. <laughs> He's like, things are in. Him and Susie start Toto racing or whatever. Trust. Yeah, no. him and Susie Wolf goals. Uh yeah, for sure. Also, yeah. bit up Susie on her win last week. She won. I can't remember what category she is racing in, but whatever category she's racing in, she won. So that is incredible. Well done, Susie Wolf. Amazing. Um, absolute don. She is. Um, quickly, on the subject of Mercedes and Red Bull. So this is literally just dropped now, just before we went mm. to record. So excuse us if we're not telling you this with the complete knowledge that we maybe could. But essentially, the FIA are going to force F1 teams to slow down their pit stops. Um, FIA, FIA will introduce new rules forcing F1 teams to slow down their rapid two-second tyre changes. Uh, and essentially, uh, you know, they're going to make it impossible to do sub-two-second pit stops. They say it's because they want to keep the wheels on the cars um, and make sure no one's going out with uh, three wheels on. Um, some people are saying that uh, this is more evidence, uh, along with the rear-wing, flexi-wing debate of mercedes wielding their influence to slow down Red Bull. Guys, what are your thoughts? I wonder who went crying to the FIA. Do you reckon? Help me, FIA. <laughs> the stops are too fast. It's not going to do much. <laughs> um, so do you, do you think that behind the scenes, Mercedes, because it's been, I think everyone's kind of obviously noticed uh, and obviously, you know, everyone's noticed that Red Bull obviously have the top five, um, top five pit stops of the year in terms of times. So I think three are under two seconds. Um, uh, do, you, do you think that they've gone, you know what? We can't jump them in the pits. You know, this is something that needs to be cracked down on. Or do you just think that the FIA are genuinely looking out for safety, man? Um, I don't remember the last time a wheel came off. Uh, uh, somebody went out the pits without a wheel, so I don't. It's not safety. Clearly, you have to remember this is Formula One. This is the home of people snitching on each other. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's writing. Everybody's on the stand. Like, yo, look at my man's car. <laughs> yo, look at this person's mm-hmm. car. You saw on Drive to Survive when they found out about Ferrari. About all of them ganged up. Yo, 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 look. They cheated. They got a legal engine. <laughs> so this is how it is, and. FIA just bow to it all the time. Um, what do you call it? Sassy Massey? Sassy, Sassy, Sassy Massey. Massey. They're, all, they're all belling his line. He's decided, I don't know if I'm going to answer this one today. Um, I don't think it's that significant, these pit stops. 
Nah. For for you to be doing that, we we spoke about you just spoke about the rear flexi wings that made yeah. no difference whatsoever. So yeah. there was a huge build up about it saying, "Oh, look at the rear flexi wings! It's giving them an advantage on the straights." Da, 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 da. That didn't matter because they won in Ricard anyway when it was banned. Um, yeah. Ferrari was using them as well, and they admitted to using the rear flexi wings, but they went backwards. So I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, Ferrari. Bro. Ferrari. We won't speak on Ferrari. Ferrari is yeah. <laughs> rest, in, rest in peace, man. Um, <laughs> as you know, I don't like Ferrari. Um, no, no, no. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Said welcome. welcome. Welcome to the game. Um, so, yeah, I don't think the the milliseconds that they're going to hold up these pit stops is going to change anything. If they yeah. changed it like, oh, we're going to make it mandatory two stops and stuff like that, that will make a significant change to the race mm. and how everything happens. But to put it under the guise of, oh, yeah, we're going to do it because of safety, that's just hogwash. It's bullshit. Yeah. I, and the ones that stick out for me are maybe uh, Grosjean at Haas, I think, uh, in terms of the last time I can remember someone's wheel not being on. Um, I, I feel like it's Haas. I know Haas did it in Australia 2018 or 19, sorry, and then I think it happened again 2020. But other than that, like I say, the, it's not like people's wheels are not going on like on a regular basis. So another point I just thought about: a lot of teams don't even do fast pit stops. So what's the point? Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it, it does feel. But look, the FAI, when they see something where someone has a distinct advantage, I do feel as if they move to remove it. So Mercedes and the party mode in qualifying, they got rid of it. You know, they said from now on, halfway through the season, they said no more party modes. The engine mode you have in qualifying, you have to run through the whole race. DAS, they got rid of. Uh, I think there's something to do with suspensions as well, trick suspension. So in defense of Mercedes, I don't I don't know whether it's a specifically Mercedes thing going to the FIA, but the FIA, I think... I don't know. I think this is absolutely pointless. I don't know why they've done it. I like to say, like, yeah, it's only Red Bull doing sub two second pit stops. It feels like a, I feel like F1 is about innovation. F1 is about pushing the limits. And for you to essentially punish a team who have mastered the art of putting four wheels on and off in under two seconds, that's incredible. Doesn't like, make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense. I saw some people saying, oh, it's finally going to stop this special machine that Red Bull's using to do pit stops. I'm like, who's invested in a machine to save one point, like 0.0 second or whatever? It's absolute nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. It doesn't matter. And Red Bull only have one sub two second pit stop in them every race because it's either going to go to Perez or it's going to go to Max. They've only got one in them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, even when they were pushing on for the undercut last week, it was a 2.3 second pit stop. So it's not as if, like, they could turn it on and off when they want. Like, when they do it, they have to be absolutely perfect. And, you know, it, I just find it, I find it crazy. But I guess moving on. Um, <laughs> from, from pit stops because uh, you know how much it's fitting I'm sweating pit stop, right pit now he's getting all kinds of heated bro I'm just like don't <laughs> throw down innovation <laughs> no, no, they love to do it they love to do it when someone finds something that works that gives them an advantage mm. can't do like, that surely that's cheating yeah. surely yeah. that's wrong <laughs> right slapping it no, 
<laughs> no, no, no. Who asked no, you to no, be no. a good engineer? Don't do that. <laughs> it's crazy, right? I, uh, yeah, I don't, FIA are going to be the FIA. I'm looking more forward to more sassy massy on FIA radio this weekend uh, because these guys, they just call it, they call him in. And the thing is, I've said it myself, if I had 10 men belling my life every two minutes, like uh, Michael, uh, the terms are too high on turn four. It's causing too much damage. I maybe would give them some sass back. Like, better, like, just drive your car somewhere else. I would maybe do that. But, you know, uh, I understand why. they Don't give Nash your power in FIA, boy. It's going to be really mad. I'm only drunk of the power I've got from this podcast. (laughs) Um, hey. people on twitter getting blocked i'm like i'm like what look today's tweet was i don't like your tone i think i'm gonna block you <laughs> no be gone i ain't gonna be gone trust i'm not gonna not gonna do mm. it look, guys i love healthy debate i love talking about f1 with you guys me and tandy both yeah um but what we're not gonna stand for is racism in our comments and also patronizing. Don't patronize patronizing. me. Patronizing. Yeah. I've been patronized like I've been watching F1 since 98. What's going on here? Bro. Bro. I wanna, I've been watching, I was watching F1 in 240p. Don't talk to me about F1, bro. No, there was only two <laughs> channels on TV. <laughs> Trust. They don't know. They don't know. Fuck your shit. Know. Yeah. No, because when I was watching F1, the TVs had, had the back off. You understand? <laughs> there was no TVs. It was the big backs TV. I had the ghetto little TV when I was just watching Formula One, and then I didn't yeah, have yeah. a grill, so I thought, let me get a coat hanger, put it in the back, oh, yeah, get the signal right. Well, showing their age, guys. Yeah. No, listen, listen, listen. We are the senior men of Formula One. The seniors, guys. I don't want to hear no person that's fourteen years old trying to chat to me on Twitter about Formula One. Stop. Mm-hmm. Trust. Stay calm. Look, and we respect it, and it's not about how long. But just respect, man. Respect. Just, mm. Like I don't watch Formula One. Anyway, beyond that, <laughs> uh, and if look, if you've got this far, make sure you're subscribing. Make yeah, sure you're following us on Spotify. Make sure you're make doing sure you're all of this. All that is. These guys are, are entertaining as as f uh, big fans. So, uh, so today press conferences. Lewis is asked directly. About you need to come aside. Lewis needs to get asked directly about um, teammates next year, and they ask him. Obviously, asked him about his contract. You know, they say talks are underway. I think we already knew that anyway. Um, but and he says he's asked about Bottas, and he's asked, you know, do you think Bottas? Should remain or should, and he, he says, but you know, he sees no reason to change Valtteri um, as as his teammate. Um, and then, uh, very cheekily, they ask, uh, "Can we have a word on George?" Uh, to which Lewis replies, "On what?" Uh, and then they say, uh, "On being your teammate next year." And Lewis says, uh, "What did he say?" He said, um, "Well, he's not my teammate currently, so I don't think I have anything." to say on that media trained very, very media smart trained. man very <laughs> smart, smart man. in that situation I'm giving different answers I'm not gonna lie yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it so you guys you guys are Hamilton okay, okay. I'm, gonna, 
I'm going to put it in. So I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, the guy asking questions. Imagine me, mid-40s, white, asking the same question every week. I'm an F1 reporter. So, Lewis, um, you're renewing your contract. That's all good. Um, what do you think um, to Valtteri Bottas as your teammate next year? Next question. Uh, <laughs> next question. That's what um, I'm saying, honestly. Like, why are you asking me about next man's contract and if they're going to be my teammate? That's got nothing to do with me. Ask I me about say, my race. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Ask me about my what, what's going to happen in the race. Ask me about yeah. specifics about... These, these, these reporters have been taking the piss for time in these press conferences because mm. they're asking the dumbest questions you'll ever see mm. in your life. They're, they're asking, oh, um, I don't know, um, I don't know, Gasly or something about, oh, what's his favourite colour or something random like that. Yeah. And asking Lewis, oh, so what do you think about the situation in Palestine? Why are you asking him these questions? <laughs> Can you ask they him? They ask him that. No, oh, no, they're asking yeah. of them types of questions, you know. They're asking mm. about yeah. police. They're asking him about... Uh, yeah. Racing F1 and so on and so on. Can you ask him about racing, please? Yeah. <laughs> one day, one day they'll ask Lewis about racing. Yeah. Not, it's true. not this, not the soap opera around contracts and everything like that. Oh, do you see Verstappen as a rival and so on? We don't need these questions. We don't need to hear any of this. And Lewis is a saint because I'll be going off in these press conferences. <laughs> I'll be moving yeah. like, I don't know if people know Alan Iverson, I'll be moving like him. I'll be okay, yeah. absolute crud. I'm talking your ish. Yeah, like, no. I, I, why are you asking me these questions? To be fair. basketball? Yeah, he's a basketballer. So, honestly, like, he, he's a saint for answering these questions, but these are not relevant to him. You can't ask him yeah. questions about, <clears throat> oh, what about George Russell's a teammate? He's not man's teammate. So you can't ask him yeah. those type of questions. Um it's it, it, the questions. If there were going to be anything, it would be about his contract rather than anything else about his yeah. teammate. Because you can't really do that. If I asked you, the person that was at work, oh, what, what do you think? Do you think he's gonna? Uh, do you think this guy that's working with you is gonna be working a shift next week? You can't. You can't. <laughs> I can't answer that question. No, I, I, no. I'm not the <laughs> Ask Toto that question. You know? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a great point. No, for sure. I, I, I'm just going to give you the gunshot for that. It's like 100%. Actually, um, uh, yeah, we, can't, we can't hear the sound effects. You can't hear them? I can't hear them. I can. I okay. can. So, um, hopefully, I can hopefully listeners can listen to it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. The audience, <laughs> otherwise, it'd just be like, applause. Gunshot. Um, no, I, 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 I'm assuming they are, they are on there. Tandy, um, you're Toto Wolf. Yeah. Um... You're, you know, you're six foot something, muscular, handsome. Really European and handsome. Wealthy. Um, but you've got a decision to make about uh, your drivers for next season. Obviously, now you've got one, Lewis Hamilton. What do you do? Are you, Lewis loves, okay, just to say, Lewis loves Bottas, okay? The harmony in the team is great. Bottas, as much as he might moan, as much as he might kick up a fuss, he will do his job okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you might have a little tantrum like a you know like a you know little teenager like you know they they have a little tantrum but if you yeah. tell them to do it no okay I'll, I'll go do it do you replace bottas with 
George Russell risk upsetting the balance of the team? Um, or do you, uh, do you keep Bottas? And uh, I guess say to, uh, say to George, you know, you're going to have to have a couple more years at the, or well, on, on the graveyard shift. Um, <laughs> he's, so, he's suffering, mm, he's he suffering. is, he is suffering and he re- he's really like gagging for it, isn't he? He's, he's absolutely, I mean, look. He's, he's dying for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been starved of like, mm. of an F1 career for three years, uh, mm. I, I think anyone, anyone would be, I'm not, I don't blame him, but look, Toto, you've got to think of more than George Russell. Yeah. You've got to think of more than what the public want. Yeah. Uh, you are thinking about what's best for the team. Yeah. What, what are you doing? I'm inviting everyone to dinner. Okay. Um, Susie's <laughs> cooking. Susie's cooking. It's going to be in our ski house okay. in Sweden. Okay, nice. Bo- Bottas is going to be sat in front of me and I'm going to be like, do you know what with Bottas? I'm just going to be like... Do you think you've had a great season? How do you think it's gone? Okay. You know where you, you pass the, the, the power on to him. Okay, well, Bottas is going to go, oh, well, I think I've had a, a very good season, yes. <laughs> do you have any other hobbies outside of Formula One? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, that's outrageous. <laughs> and he's yeah. going to be like, cycling, I'll be like, take a year out. <laughs> yeah, I just okay. think I just think with Bottas, I feel like he's just waiting for someone to ask him. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah. I honestly, I think we think that he's proper like into it. You guys, I think this season has proven that that guy he's trying. But I think himself, he's just like, do you know what? I've made my money. We've got to remember, Formula One drivers do not make pennies, guys. They make a lot of money. They're the most highest paid ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's other things in this world he can do. He can do commercials. Do a few yeah. Mercedes commercials, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, he would be... I don't know how strong an ambassador he would be. I don't yeah. know how many people are buying a Mercedes if Bottas is like... <laughs> his, his Mercedes. In his car. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he's not the most charismatic, but no, it's true. Look, he has been. Mm-hmm. We forget he's been there since two thousand seventeen. Honestly, it's not, not a short amount of time. You um, man push it out like Bottas is just like everyone's pushing him out. But I honestly feel like he hasn't been in it for a while. He's not. His heart is no longer in it. Yeah, fair play. I, I think. I think he was initially he was happy with being the second driver, and yeah. then. The more and more like media scrutiny, social media scrutiny came into play. He's like, oh, no, I should be winning a title. Look, I'm in the best car. I should be matching yeah. this. And it kind of got into his head that he yeah. shouldn't be achieving these things when he should just be happy being in that Weber role, being that Barracola role, just, just yeah. being that support second guy and having a good career doing that. But I think he's got in his head that he should be winning more races and beating Hamilton a lot more. And once you start doing that, I was checking on um, Drive to Survive. This guy's checking socials. What? This ain't this ain't yeah. it. Oh, this ain't no. it. You, you can't yeah. look at them things. You're a Formula One driver. That, that ain't yeah. it. So he might just be mentally spent. If I'm Toto myself, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not signing him on for next season. No. Yeah. You're signing. Especially you're signing if you cost you constructors. Yeah. Like, so are you drop. signing him on? 
If you were am, Toto. Am I signing uh, Bottas? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. No? I, okay. Honestly, I think I said it before, I think he... I think, like you say, Tandy, it's time. The, the relationship has run its course now. Yeah. Five seasons is a long time for anyone to stay in a Formula One seat. I think we're forgetting. On average, people don't stay in Formula One seats for five years. Uh, for him to be in that seat, Mahad, like you're saying, um, constantly going up against Lewis Hamilton, it, it will it will bring you down. And then you're t- look. I watched that Drive to Survive episode, right, before I was on F1 Twitter. So I just thought maybe, like, you know, maybe he has got some, like, abuse or messages or whatever. Now I'm on F1 Twitter, and I'm like, wow, you're shaking shaking your socials with these, man. Oh, my God. No way. That is, is, I don't even like checking our socials. It's a war zone out there, man. You're checking Bro, no, that is the worst thing. This guy was checking it at breakfast. I'm like, that is the worst he's, way. He's to getting talk. trolled for breakfast. Bruv, how many trolls for breakfast, bruv? That is hilarious. Like, anyway, he, I think he needs to go. George Russell will come in and look, we will see. Jury's out on, I think, look, I think Sakir has put this impression in. What I'll say about Sakir, right? I've not said on this podcast last year. Instead of people seeing that performance as like, I don't know. I think some people do see it as George doing well, which is good. What I don't like about it is that it's made people think that like, what Hamilton's doing is easy or like, oh, it's all in the car. Right. See how Hamilton's, de- he's got it to Hamilton's car and he's just doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how it works. Honestly, People think you're like, to the car and your veins start. Are you kidding me? Watch out for that. Like, watch out for that. Mm-hmm. If Russell gets that seat, watch how the landscape changes. Yeah. The changes. I'm looking forward to people. Oh, he's got to get used to the car. He's got to get used. Maybe it was the car he's after all. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna, gonna see a pink piece. Maybe it was the car oh. after all. That would be the name uh, of the town. Gosh. And yeah. it's gonna be this. Okay, what I what what I've been saying because I used to think that kind of way. Oh, look how good George Russell was in this car, and so on and so on. What if Bottas is just bad? No one ever Ooh, thinks about thank this. Thank you. Thank no you. One ever, no one ever thinks about thank this. You. No one ever thinks about this. I've been saying this since the first episode. Uh, uh, okay, no, no. no. <laughs> you have, you have, you have. I agree. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. But I'm talking about as the benchmark of the Mercedes car. Okay. How many drivers on the grid can go into Hamilton's seat and beat Bottas? Hmm. Uh, I think we said this on the pod before, didn't we? I think we, we named everyone on the grid that was better than Bottas. And Bottas. We had like, <laughs> there was at least, I think there was at least 10 people. Yeah. So, so he shouldn't be seen as the benchmark. That shouldn't be the no. litmus test to say Russell's going to be amazing in Mercedes. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is the destroyer of men. He yeah. make man retire. <laughs> yeah. Rosberg is doing commentary. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He gets into your head. And then you you think you're a good driver when you get there, and you're like, oh, rah. It's kind of like 
if, let me give you a football analogy. It's kind of like when players go to Barcelona and they think they're a good footballer and then they see Messi and then it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I might not be good. <laughs> yeah. No. For sure. Uh, for, okay. No, for the females who don't watch football, football, that's kind of like being an R&B singer and coming into the game and realizing you'll never be Beyonce. Mm, exactly. exactly. My they vocals ain't hitting like that. It's not, not hitting. hitting. Not hitting. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Look, we'll see. Um, let's do a thing because I see you've been cooking up, Mad. You've been cooking up. I saw it. I, I was inspired I like, by you, by the way. Pardon? I was, I was inspired by you, the chef, to start cooking. Oh, uh, look. I needed to cook you. this. Look, look sometimes you gotta, you got to let things marinate before you serve it. Like, do you mm. know what I mean? Let that sauce just simmer. But I did, uh, I saw your, I don't know if this is the one, but I did see you proclaim something last week. Hmm. You hmm. said Lando over... Leclerc? Was yes. Lando over... Lando over Leclerc. Lando, Lando is the forgotten man of Formula One. We're talking about telling oh, these everybody people. else. Oh, they're the future. Russell, Leclerc, Verstappen. Listen, Lando's that guy, you know, on the low. Yeah. <laughs> people are not clocking. Like this guy, yeah. he's the only guy this season that's not finished outside the points. Yeah, facts. He's consistently in the top five. Yeah, he is. What is he? Third in uh, the driver standing right now. Yes, okay, fourth. Let me just have a look. Fourth. Oh, he's fourth. Fourth. Yeah, he's fourth, which is outrageous in a McLaren. When yeah. we when we talk about the types of cars that we got out there, I think Paul Ricard was a good example because if you saw how far away the Red Bull and Mercedes were in that race in time, like compared minute. to the rest of the grid, there was a fifty-four second yeah. gap between fourth and fifth. So clearly, yeah. those two cars are gone. But Norris is consistently finishing fifth. He's the rest. Of, he's the best of the rest. Yeah, I, uh, I I can't argue with that. Do you think, without any race wins, that you can compare him to Leclerc? Um, yes, because I am one of those individuals. It's like it's like being in a sect. It's like being in a cult. <laughs> I'm one of those individuals that believe if you have an illegal engine, your wins don't count. He has two with an illegal engine. Yeah? Okay. That yeah. that was found out. Or a sec, the second um, the FIA slapped him and said, yo, this el- engine's illegal, from America, that car was crap. From the America GP, that car was terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awful, yeah. It was like okay. light and day. So am okay. I really going to take any stock in those wins? <laughs> I reckon, I reckon <laughs> Nor- Norris will win a race this year. That's my big shout for the year. Okay. I second that, sir. I yeah. second that. Tandy, do you, do you think, do you agree then? Do you, I mean, look, we all know how you feel, but yeah. for the uh, people who don't, mm. uh, you're, no, you're a big Norris fan. I know you're, you're a massive Norris fan. You even were kind of rating him so much that you were earmarking him to potentially take uh, that uh, Mercedes seat. Uh, yes. which, look, I think, I think further down the line, I, I've I've said this. I think he'll do a Hamilton, and I think I think he'll be the guy that they snap up. Me too. Uh, to go into that seat, if if they don't go for Ocon, maybe. But um, I think it's between him and him and Ocon for the for that seat in the future when Hamilton does okay. eventually retire. Um, although they might go for someone whose pants. Who knows? Just uh, mad. This Jones. is breaking my heart. You said this type of thing is breaking my heart. I'm a McLaren. Right, you can't do this. You can't. I've lost Hamilton. You're going to make me lose Norris now. This, <laughs> this can't be it. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to be left at the altar again. I, you know what? <laughs> like you say, he is just so good. He and this season. It's like watching. I'm trying to think the last time I've like we've seen a step up from season to season like this. Uh, I mean, I guess, uh, God, you're looking at, yeah, potentially, I reckon like Verstappen, when, once he stopped crashing and then just started being very like consistent and started beating Ricardo in like the 2018 season, uh, stepped up. Leclerc, I guess, when he came to Sauber uh, in his first season, I think that he looked faster than his car, rustling qualifying. But just Lando this season, last season he was on par with Sainz. You know, and Sainz was good enough to go to Ferrari. Make of that what you will. But, (laughs) um, you know, Lando is genuinely one of the fastest guys on the grid um, at the moment. I feel like one thing you could do better with... Oh, what are you saying? Sorry, Tandy. No, I'm just telling everyone to like and sorry. Like and subscribe. <laughs> that was, subscribe. I, I didn't get all that. All that, all that, all that. I, I didn't, didn't get that, but uh, thank you. <laughs> sorry, guys. If you're a Lando <laughs> fan, I know Lando's got a lot of fans out there on Twitch. And yeah. Like, listen, yeah. this is Lando love here. It's mm. not Lando love. Stop love Lando. Uh, but yeah, I know. I just think he's going to be one of, in in two years when Hamilton does uh, retire. I think he's going to be best placed out of everyone else on the grid because the McLaren is such a strong car. You know, we'll see with the twenty twenty two regulations. We'll see, but I, I just think I think he's primed for it, and um, and he deserves it. He's a he's a he's a great driver, absolutely great driver. Fantastic. Um, one person we've not spoken about much on the podcast, which I'd like to get your opinions on, is one Fernando Alonso. So, Fernando's come back. It's not gone, let's say, admittedly, I'd say how he maybe envisioned it. Um, Ocon's had the beating of him um, in qualifying um, mostly and in races mostly, although I think he beat Ocon last week. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys, Tandy, I guess, yeah, what do you what do you make of Alonso's comeback? Do you think, uh, how, again, let's do the, the grade system. How okay. grade Alonso's comeback? Um, I would give that a four. So I said the grades. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've gone back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I am, okay. It's related into the grades. Can I just note as well, I do not have a Matt's GCSE. So maybe that's got something to do with it. And look, I, 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 you're brilliant in all other areas. Childhood traumas are just coming out. Yeah, look, I don't know. <laughs> let's not open up that kind of work. She excels but, in everything else. Don't worry about anyway, it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Absolutely everything else. Um, so a, to, a to F. That's a strong D. I can't lie. Strong D. A strong D minus. Why? D, D plus. D plus. Yeah. Do you um, do you think it's because of I guess how bombastic he was before he returned? Yeah. My whole thing is why the hell have you come back if you're not going to come back with a bang? Yeah. Why have you come back to take up a seat that someone some other kid could have took, uncle? 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. For sure, uh, I, I kind of agree. Matt, yeah. do, uh, do, do you agree? Um, I, I kind I of differ because he's ex- exceeded my expectations because my expectations right. were so low. Because I was like, <laughs> what is this 42 year old washed OAP doing in Formula One coming back? Yeah. And, yeah. and he's demanding, he's the third highest played driver as well, which is mm-hmm. outrageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's beaten Ocon by a couple of points as well. So I have to give him yeah. a little bit of leeway. The last two races, I was actually going to say he's quite impressed me. Uh, he's, has he been making top 10? Yeah, he's been making top 10. Yeah, he's isn't it? Last yeah. race. So he's got more points than Ocon now. Uh, Ocon's had a couple of retirements, so you kind of have yeah. to give him a blight on that. But um, I'd give him a, a C, C minus. C, C minus. Because he's exceeded my expectation. I thought this guy was going to be like 17th. I thought he was going to be washed, washed. Yeah, like, yeah. like the G force is too much for his body washed when he's driving. So and I, I think he talks a lot of smack as well. Yeah, but I think that's what it is. Like with Alonso, he's got too large of an ego for that to happen. He was ne- he was never gonna let that happen. Uh, you know, you see him. He's he's helmet swapping with everyone. Yeah, with freaking Mazepin the Mazepin. other day. I saw him. It, it that's you can't do them things. Can't do them things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but- on the subject of Mazepin as well, Toto's a fan. Toto likes him. Well, is it because he shook his hand the other day? Yeah, well, I saw that and I said, well, what, what one for you? <laughs> yeah. That's it, Toto. Like... Toto, you're under surveillance. Mm-hmm. You're under surveillance yeah. now. I'm on to you. I'm absolutely yeah. on to you. I did see that. I thought, you know what, I thought, but I did think, I was like, oh, if he just blanked him, then maybe that looks worse, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Pedro uh, loves him. Uh, yeah, but I feel like um, with with Mazepin, uh, I don't even like what. What do you even say about? Um, about... I don't think he's qualified to drive in Formula One. I know he's got the license points, but I just don't think. I've been yeah. asking you guys. It's supposed to be here. It's kind of like me being in Formula One. I I, I can't drive Formula One car. <laughs> You remember that time when Obama was in his second year of office and um, Trump kept asking for Obama's birth certificate? (laughs) Yeah. I would like to see... (laughs) I'd like to see that man's um, driving license. It's like money. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Because I don't believe he's got a legitimate license. Because I remember yeah. I watched a bit of F2 last season. This yeah. guy was moving nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, of all the drivers on this F2 grid, how is he they've got to see? Obviously, money. And he's dad's he's money. He's Russian money. You know, you know, you know, you know uh, Formula One is the home of nepotism. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, money under the table. So, mm. um, But he's taken up a seat. Same way Alonso's taken up a seat. Yep. Same way, Raikkonen. Yeah. I put Alonso and Raikkonen in, o- in OAP corner. Um, it's a little segment we got on pit stop. Yeah, no, we talk about the old no. fellas. Slyly Vettel's in there. Uh, he's earned his way out of it, but he might go back yeah. to the next I don't want to talk too bad on Vettel because I did, and then he he come he's back. Shocked. Yeah, and he, I, like, listen, and people, my head was spinning off the back. <laughs> but I was like. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I'm seeing this guy now. He's in close combat. He's not spinning. I'm like, who is this guy? I wrote 128 bars a cappella on Vettel. <laughs> and Vettel goes, does that. I said, nah, Bro, just saying it, man. Trust me. 
I did a dedicated YouTube video he after did. the sister had finished. <laughs> and he come back from the dead. Mm-hmm. From the dead. From I could have dead. Couldn't believe it. Well done to Vettel. So look, C my C minus was it? C minus. I think it was C minus, Alonso. Uh, and I D- don't think he's going to be here for long. And a and a D plus for me. Okay, cool. So yeah, Matt, you don't think it's you don't think it's uh, he's he's exceeded your expectations. He's exceeded my expectation because I thought he was going to be right at the bottom of this. I, yeah, okay. I thought this guy can't be out of F one for ages um, and try to come back like this. We we were having a discussion about this on amongst us on Pit Stop Fracker. We were thinking, when does um, titles expire? When does your clout from titles expire? I don't mm-hmm. think it ever does. I don't I think do, it ever I, does. Honestly, I don't think because you know, I think, honestly, the way obviously because like when Vettel, and this was my argument with Vettel, right, was that the things that Vettel was doing, we make memes out of every time Mazepin spins. Right? Yeah. He's a rookie. Vettel, <coughs> from 2018 to 2020, I think I counted it, 16 spins or crashes when overtaking or trying to overtake. Like, do you know how mad that is? In, in, and it wasn't even the whole of the 2018 season. It was from Hockenheim 2018 uh, until the end of the 2020 season. In that Ferrari, he span or crashed into someone 16 times. That's ridiculous. So I just think for, but people would defend him and, you know, he's a four-time world champion. He's a four-time world champion, you know, and there's always that kind of, he's managed to secure, would you say of the, his form in 2020 that he deserves that Aston Martin team? No, that's just, no. that's just heritage pick. Yeah, he's like, oh, no. he's got four titles. He can exactly. help us out a little bit. Exactly. But he's, honestly, he yeah. No, it wasn't. Nah. Alonso, feels- I can understand. Alonso had those years in the McLaren where he got the absolute most out of it. It was a dog car. Mm. Um, in Ferrari, he dragged it nearly to to a world title twice. So, you know, I, I kind of understand. It didn't with Alonso. It never felt like he bottled the title. It just felt as if he took it as far as it could go. Whereas the Vettel. I feel like the clout from his titles is so strong. The, the, um, bi- the biggest question mark about Vettel is um, the season after he won, um, Ricardo came in after his last title and absolutely kicked his ass. Yeah. And that is a yeah. big question mark. You just won four titles back to back. Why are you getting fisted up by Ricardo? I think yeah. it says more about Ricardo as a driver, by the way, guys, because I have been telling you that man is a very good driver. Look. Very fair, very fair, and uh, I guess you know. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Is that no, no, I agree. Um, there's also the fact that Vettel got batted up by Leclerc as well uh-huh. um, in the 2019 season. So, uh, but you know, again, there's always excuses made for him. You know, he's oh, tricking he's y'all. He's tricking all of y'all. <laughs> he's tricking. He's tricking the streets. I'm trying to get people to see the light. People are on to me, man. I'm yeah. getting killed in the group chat, pit stop fracker group chat. And I'm saying, look, this guy in it. I'm like, but boy, um, the light will see soon. Alonso is just that Alonso is just that kid, you know, like when you were in high school and you'd have that year eleven who just keeps standing outside the gates and <laughs> gets shooed <laughs> away. That's who he is. So I think he should move on. Just <laughs> move on. 
he's another one, as I said, he's another one who just doesn't have a hobby. Yeah. He doesn't have a hobby. Get a hobby. Yeah. yeah him and listen, if, if Alpine's giving me a 20 million check, I'm coming. Oh, no, for sure. Out of retirement. Yeah, fair My play. question mark about Alonso was not if he was going to be a good driver or not. It was, he's been gone for two years. Is he, yeah. he going to be built for this? Because obviously, yeah. the grid is crazy. There's a lot of good drivers with. To be fair, and for him to be scoring points and, you know, only marginally being, I say marginally, but yeah, I say marginally being beaten by Ocon, you know, that's testament to him. And, you know, he'll only get better. Uh, I keep, I feel like I say this with every team, but we'll see 2022. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is the big lottery. Who's going to come out on top? If it's anything other than Red Bull and Mercedes on top, I'd be super surprised. It has to be Ferrari. Because Ferrari's been saying... I'm working on the car from last year. So if the car is rubbish, what have you been doing for two years? Trust. In that factory? Let you've been making you pizza. What's going on? Trust. I'll put, I'll put money on it now to say Ferrari won't be top three. That car will be mid. Testing. Oh. <laughs> testing. <laughs> working in the garage for two years and their car mid. is mid. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. Testing 2022. Ferrari <laughs> will not be top three. Clip this. I'm going to clip this now. We're going to reload it next year. Reload it. We'll see next year, March, Bahrain, Spain, wherever the pain is, it's going to be for Ferrari because I just don't trust their technical team. I don't trust it. You've got, you're putting big engines in the back of the car. Your, your, your car can't go two miles without needing a pit stop these days. Like it's, I don't know. Like they've just been building bad cars for three years now. I'll say this. I'll say this. If they've been working on that car for two years, yeah, and they have one of the biggest budgets in Formula One, and your car is mid, that is a disgrace. It also makes you question where all the money has gone and where's it coming from. The the money? Hmm. It makes you question where the money's gone. Wow. Look, you'll have to ask uh, Mr. Bonotto, who I can only assume is about to... About to plait his hair the way he's growing it. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite the quite quite the contraption he's got in his head. And look, I I hope that Ferrari sort it out. I I don't trust him. I don't trust All him. those cheeky Thursday nights in Monaco. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We'll, yeah. We will see. Look, uh, guys. Yeah. Oh, so after you say before. No, I was going to say yeah. Fer- Ferrari are under the spotlight for next season. We're on to. Mm. Oh mate. Under the most intense surveillance, let me tell you now. Yeah, I'm on these man. Ferrari <laughs> right, fans, listen, I'm on you. I'm on. You. Best believe. Best believe. Um, let's go back to the race that is uh, starting with practice. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, practice uh, will have probably started. Um, predictions then. What, what do you guys think? Are we looking at uh, further Red Bull domination, further McLaren domination of the midfield? Um, or do you think that we could be in for surprises? I know there's some weather warnings uh, for the weekend as well, but what do you guys think? I'm predicting violence for Mercedes, I hope. I hope. You hope so you're hoping for a violent violence, Mercedes yeah. comeback? Yeah, I'm hoping for it, like some vim. Some pulled up socks, lads. That's what <laughs> no, I want. It's, it's, it's needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely needed. I, yeah, me too, man. I really hope so. Mad. Um, yeah. 
I think it really depends on what the weather's like. Um, okay. If it's a dry race, um, I'm thinking Mercedes 1-2. They have to. If they don't do 1-2, nah, they ain't going to okay. do 1-2 for the rest of the season. I'm just letting you know that now. Because yeah. if we think about it, what, uh, Rosberg won there twice, Hamilton won there twice, Bottas won there twice. Bottas this is there, not yeah. a track that you Mercedes don't struggle on. So yeah. if it's dry and it's all good conditions, unless there's some mad issues with your tyres, I'm thinking uh, Mercedes have a good week. I'm thinking McLaren have a good weekend as well. Um, I think um, Ferrari is going to have a bad weekend. I heard Bonotto say the tyre issue ain't even sorted out. So you can expect <laughs> them to be all the way back there at the back. I think AlphaTauri is going to have a good weekend as well. Um, yeah. If it rains, I, I have no idea. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear some, uh, but that's one of those tracks. If it rains, there's going to be bare people crashing. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I hope it does rain just because I love wet races. Um, and I think Hamilton excels in the wet. Um, my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. If it, Mercedes struggle at Red Bull Ring when it's too hot, they have heating issues or hopefully they've sorted that. Um, but then if it's too cool, then they have tyre warm-up issues. So, uh, you know what? I hate to say it, but I think I think Red Bull are going to win this weekend. And if they do, um, for me, uh, I'm, I'm going to be really worried about the course of the season and Mercedes' ability to to find the window with which they can set this car up. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I'm kind of trying to jinx it. Um, I wish you hadn't said that. That's really just, added a down. I just, I, I know what, yeah. I've never, I've said this before. I used to go to every weekend thinking, Mercedes win, Mercedes win, comfortable Mercedes win. I like, I genuinely like, I don't know if they're going to, if Mercedes, like, setup is going to be okay. I don't know if their strategy is going to be okay. I don't know if Bottas is going to turn up and have, you know, or if he's going to have a mare. Mm. You know I mean? It's just, um, there's so many variables for Mercedes, which I don't think are clicking at the moment, which I want to see evidence. Like you say, Matt, they need to be winning one, two. They won both races last year. They need to, they need to win they need to win these two races. And if they don't, I think, obviously, that's Red Bull, you know, um, or you assume if they do win, that's Red Bull coming forward. But, you know, uh, it, it's, it's Mercedes going backwards. Do you know what? Do you know what I love about this season? I think this is one of the first seasons where I find it extremely difficult to predict, predict anything. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen in qualifying. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen in the race. And that's only a good sign that you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Because usually you kind of know, oh, it's going to be Hamilton, uh, Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas in any kind of order. In those three, they're going to be the top three. But yeah. now it's kind of like, mm, now Perez is in there. You can get probably a cheeky Norris podium, which I'm kind of predicting for this weekend. Um, you kind of don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's only a good thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Tandy, any anything else to add on on this weekend? Um, Red Bull, Alpha Tauri. I don't like the short little clips that you guys have been putting out. 
especially what you guys are doing to Yuki. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yuki looked mad. He looked uh, Yuki looked mad. Yuki eh? was like, what are you not going to be doing right now, bro? They, for anyone who didn't see, Nyasha's going to add the picture in, yeah? Yeah. They've got Yuki. Yuki's not European, okay? That's what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> Yuki ain't European. This isn't his custom, you know what I'm saying? This is not his custom. Yuki was in the back like... You see what they're doing to me? Yeah, no. That's part um, of the Red Bull program, boy. you got to do every single advert. Um, every like, single PR thing. They're going to have you up on stage on Culture Clash. They're going to have yeah. you everywhere. <laughs> no, they'll be like, right, we're going to drop you out of our air balloon from space. Well, you're going you. to do that, you You've got to do that. <laughs> it's part of the contract, mate. Trust, yeah, trust. Like, you know, it's crazy. Poor Yuki, they had him out on a paddle boat. He couldn't paddle. You know, oh. it was it was so sad to see. You know, but I do you know I do enjoy. I do love Ricardo and Lando's little Vegemite jokes. They eat together. I just love oh, those boys, I man. Seen that? They got, they got some cool content. Yeah, they were eating Vegemite together. Oh, nice. Ricardo Isn't that like Australian Marmite? Yeah, because he's Australian. He's introducing him to his culture. Instead of just putting man in an outfit, <laughs> No, McLaren, McLaren they're, they're there for the content, but they do it in a different they way. Are. You know what I mean? They are. McLaren's content, out of this world. Love and it. Mercedes is just focused on doing, oh, we do we do strategy really well, and then they're yeah. all like, they're not doing strategy. <laughs> Bro, you just you know, actually, debrief, you know? How about doing yeah. the race? Bruv. The, de- the debrief was good when everything was, when Lewis Hamilton was bringing you out every week. Oh, yeah, we'll do a debrief. Now it's just like, bro, this is like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Don't care. I don't care. Smiley yeah. want Mercedes to not win constructors to kind of expose them and say, yo, Hamilton's been carrying this, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carrying this. If he wins mm-hmm. the driver's title and then they lose constructors, it's there to see the evidence is there. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then people could stop this fastest car. Rubbish! Um, this, this fastest car is nonsense, by the way. Yeah. Absolute nonsense. Everybody's yeah. in the fastest car. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. They're all fast cars. Yeah. Certain Hassan Williams, you know. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. Dead cars. Yeah. Look, guys, let's wrap it up there. That has been one of the funniest episodes we've had so far. Thank you yeah, so much. Nice. Um, no worries, man. It's let a the pleasure. guys know where they can find you and the team. Find us on Twitter at pitstopfracker. Um, you'll find the link to our Discord. That's our community where we, we talk everything about Formula One on there. We've got uh, the YouTube channel as well, Touchline Media Group. We've got everything on there, all types of sports, football, yeah. basketball, boxing, and obviously us, Formula One. And yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter at Momas underscore Momas. Wicked. Thank you so much, Mo, for coming in. Really appreciate that. And really appreciate the, the work that you guys at Pitstop Flacker are doing. You do. Yeah, uh, man. Really cool podcast, really cool platform. I think that Discord as well. I'm a lurker in a Discord. You're a lurker. Yeah, a lurker. That's, where, yeah, that's, lurker. that's the breeding ground. That's where we started, man. Yeah, no. Trust it's, me. It's, it's super cool. Thank you so much for coming on. Tandy, any final words? Um, no. I no. always, I'm a woman of a lot of words, but today. <laughs> just, today, no. Yeah, yeah. No. my final words are going to be about the Yuki thing because that really hurt my soul. <laughs> but like, some, 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 yeah, Yuki, yeah. they put a video out, they interviewed Yuki today and said, uh, Helmet Marcus ring me at eight o'clock tonight. That kind of stuff scares the hell out of me. 
Uh, they've got my guy on lock, bro. They have got lock and key. Wow, fair play, Yuki. Uh, Praise for Yuki, man. Praise for Yuki, man. Free my guy. Free, free my guy. Free, free, free Yuki. Free Yuki, man. He's backwards. Right, we're going to go um, subscribe. Tanya's saying her pointy thing. That means subscribe uh, to the channel. Follow us on um, Spotify. Guys, we've got like a couple of reviews on the Apple Podcasts. Thank you so Yay! much. Make sure you're reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us gain uh, listeners on Apple Podcasts. So make sure you're doing that. And mm-hmm. we will see you um, after the race in, uh, in on the Styrian Grand Prix. But until then, that's goodbye from all of us. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Toodles. Bye. Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan McWilds, one-third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, uh, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between. This show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.